I did not post an episode on Friday. Just needed a couple of days off. I, uh, Jeannie and I decided to go Thursday night to Chattanooga. It's kind of a spur of the moment thing. Um, it was our anniversary weekend this weekend. We had nothing else to do. And so we went. So that's why I didn't have a uh, episode on Friday. It was literally she got off work. We were sitting down uh, and she works at least that Friday. She had a uh, half day. So she worked till noon. And so we were like, well, maybe we should do something or maybe we should like, I don't know, stay home or figure out something that we should do here, or something fun. And uh, we were just like, well, let's just go to Chattanooga. So we did. So we made the decision outside. We sat outside. We uh, were on our back porch, actually. We like, uh, I don't know if you've gotten a hold of these yet, but we have these uh, CBD uh, hempettes whatever you want to call them. They have a bunch of different names, CBD cigarettes, basically. And so we have a lot of those. Um, we get them a lot because we love them. We love CBD. It's really great for a myriad of things. If you're interested in that, you should get some. It's actually really, really good for you. Um, so we had some of those, made a decision like that out there. In an hour, we had our hotel. You already know it's Holiday Inn Express. And we got a rental car. So we went off. Drove up there and uh, spent the week in there. So it was really fun. The car that we got this time, we ended up getting, and I'm probably going to do an extended, uh, actually probably not. Let's just talk about it now. You guys know that I, I love rental cars. They're so much fun. It's something that Jeannie and I enjoy spending money on is rental cars. I don't know why. We just like to drive different cars and I don't know. It's fun. Uh, so we, we ended up, uh, getting, I let Jeannie pick this time. She usually picks most of the time, but, uh, she ended up picking the 2020 Dodge Journey. It's a black car, decent looking car. It's fine. You can look it up. This car had, according to the speedometer anyways, it had nine miles on it. So we're getting a literal brand new car, nine miles. I don't even know who would have driven it. I mean, it depends on where they got it from, from what dealership in Nashville, but it, it was literally just driven from wherever that is to the airport where we picked it up. So that was really cool. Still had that new car smell in it, which is really cool. Decent interior, but there are a few things that I did not like about this car. Um, we have rented a number of cars um, and tried a bunch of different kinds of cars. And this one was probably the worst one that we've gotten so far we were driving on the highway and i was like feeling like the rpms were super high I, it just kind of like grates on your ears a little bit that like high rpm that feels like it needs to shift so i started looking it up because i was like this feels funny like why isn't it like downshifting come to find out this engine only has four gears so when it's uh going on highway speed your rev your rpms are way higher than they should be uh, because you didn't put a fifth gear in there or a sixth gear. There are some cars like the uh, F-150, I think, has 10 gears. It's like absolutely insane. Um, so it was a little bit less powered. I really only wanted that car because I thought, oh, it's a Dodge. Uh, it's probably got a Hemi in it. Nope, it did not. Um, it was basically kind of like a lawnmower. Very interesting car. Re actually really nice interior, like I said. But it was just, it just didn't feel good to drive. Yeah, I don't know. I would not 
overall, I just would not recommend that car. I don't know what Dodge was thinking when they made that car, uh, but it's a complete disaster. But the gas mileage is 19 per gallon highway, which is inexcusable. Is in 2020, it's inexcusable. I don't know why you would ever make a vehicle like that. 19 highway, that's a joke. Like, you might as well just walk. Like, it's such a gas guzzler. For such a, like, decent car, it's it's a, it's got three rows in it. It's, like, pretty decent car. Like, the idea is there. If you just put a fifth gear in it, you get that thing from 19 to 28 per gallon. I'll deal with that. It's still pretty crappy, but it's not 19. 2020 Dodge Journey, not not a great car. We ended up going to a couple different restaurants, and that was fun. Jeannie and I were talking about, uh, very specifically, we were talking about coronavirus and how this whole thing has kind of turned everything upside down, literally or, you know, figuratively. And we were wondering what's going to stick and what isn't going to stick. Like, is is there going to be something that's like as obvious as no smoking indoors at restaurants? Like, that used to be a thing growing up when I was a kid. And, like, they took it away, and people were upset about it. But then it's like, now you go to a restaurant, and you would be completely disgusted if there was a smoking section inside of, like, your favorite restaurant. If there was, like, a, like, I love Olive Garden, there used to be a smoking section in Olive Garden. Or, like, Village Inn, or uh, that's no, that's nobody's favorite restaurant, but you know what I'm talking about. Just, like, that in every restaurant like that. So we were wondering what, what was going to be that thing that changes um, that's going to be so obvious to us as like, oh, I, I'm not sure why we did this practice, but then COVID came and this thing changed and it just seems much more efficient and much more obvious and it helps everyone immediately. And we don't think it was going to be something so obvious um, immediately, but the thing that we have slowly latched on to um, at least while we were down there in Chattanooga, was electric menus. And I don't know if you've seen these where you're at, wherever you're listening to, but every restaurant that we've gone to, and we've gone to a myriad of them now, um, every single restaurant that we've gone to has had these electric menus. So they've got this QR code that's sitting somewhere on the table that you open up your phone and open up your camera, and the camera will automatically... Uh, scan that QR code and open up whatever browser you have, Safari or Chrome, and then it will uh, open up the menu. Sorry, my cat was meowing in the background. I couldn't tell if you could hear that or not. So we think that's a really great thing because the waiter or the waitress doesn't have to come and touch a bunch of menus and give us a bunch of menus. And they did like, it's just so simple. Like, I'm already looking at my phone anyway some of the time, so might as well take advantage of that. So you don't have to have menus all over the place. You don't have to wipe them down at the end of the night. It's just, bam, right on my phone. I can shut it. Really great. At this point, we think electric menus are going to stick. It just seems to make so much sense. Um, I just got a text from Jeannie. She just said, I think you're meaning digital menu, not electric. Yes, that is exactly what I mean. I mean digital menus. So disregard everything I just said except insert term digital menu. Digital menus are the future. 
and they're the present. We ended up going to uh, the last night that we were there. We ended up going to a restaurant. I I can't remember what it was called, actually. Uh, maybe Jeannie will text me again while I'm recording. What they did have on the menu, the electric menu. No, electronic menu. No, wait. Digital menu. My God. What they did have on the digital menu was uh, bison burgers. Uh, growing up in Colorado, you could get bison burgers anywhere, just about anywhere on a menu. And they are my favorite thing to eat. If you've never had a bison burger, you should get some. Uh, it's very different than beef. Um, it tastes a little bit leaner to me, um, but it's a it's a very like clean taste. Um, definitely try some. It's actually so good. Um, but I do miss that about Colorado. I do miss, you can get bison, you can get, uh, deer, you can get just about any kind of meat there is, um, pretty easily. And it was just, it was just kind of a normal thing on menus. As soon as I saw it on the menu, I was like, oh, that's exactly what I'm getting. And it was, uh, absolutely perfect. And I was in a good mood for the rest of the night. I was talking about it for another 24 hours after that, which is really funny. I usually don't talk about food that much, but Jeannie can uh, attest that I was that I was talking about this burger for at least another 24 hours while we were there. So like I said, the main, the main thing of the trip was uh, kind of the our second, fifth anniversary weekend. Uh, that sounds like an odd term, um, but Jeannie and I got married twice. When we first got married... We got married uh, in February. Uh, it was kind of a small, small little thing. It was basically just like family and like immediate friends. Um, we got married actually in her uh, parents' living room. Then we got a big ceremony in that June, so this June. So uh, that was really cool. So that's what I mean by second, fifth anniversary. Uh, so we went out this time. Really the big part of our trip is we went on a kind of a little hike, I guess, and found this place that was a river. It was actually really cool. It's called Blue Hole. And we found this like really cool spot. This spot goes on for miles. So the pictures that we got, we were completely by ourselves, which was great. But that river, that spot goes on for, for miles. It's just a matter of how far you want to go into those trails. Um, so the river was great. It's like, it almost looks like a, like a painting, which was amazing. One of the only things I was a little bit nervous about and we lucked out is in that water, it was actually pretty deep, like the center of that spot we were at. It was probably seven, eight feet deep, but crystal clear blue water. Like you could see all the way down. One thing I'm absolutely horrified of is snakes. And I was completely obsessed in my brain that there was a snake somewhere, a water snake somewhere, and I could not see it. And it was going to come down and grab me. Uh, and I wasn't going to be able to defend myself or see it coming beforehand. Uh, but we were fine. We were fine. It was a lot of fun. So we'll definitely be, definitely be back up there soon enough. We're really learning uh, Chattanooga now. So we're getting pretty good at it. So very excited about that. Hey, this is Dom from Dom Reviews. And be sure to listen to Dom Reviews podcasts on all of our available platforms. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now available on Apple Podcasts. Uh, the only thing that uh, 
was is a little bit of a downside every single time that we travel is leaving our cat. Uh, my cat's name is Tana. Uh, her actual full name is Capitana. Uh, Captain. Uh, we call her Tana. And she, uh, she gets a little uh, separation anxiety. I don't know if your cat gets that too or your dogs get that. I know dogs get that because they kind of have small brains. But uh, our cat definitely absolutely gets that. She does not like it when we leave. She does especially not like it when I leave. I don't know. She's not a huge fan of being very separate from me. So when we came back in the door, she gets so excited and is just meowing nonstop and just completely over the moon. You could see it. Like she just can barely control herself. Uh, Just meowing, just following me around everywhere. She doesn't like to be like out of my sight. She's definitely within arm's length at all times. So sitting there on the couch and she's, you know, right next to me. And Jeannie was kind of up doing some other stuff upstairs. Tana starts meowing. But she gets so, I don't know if anybody else has their cats have this problem. But when she gets so happy, especially when we get home, she sits there and purrs and purrs and purrs. And she doesn't stop. So she'll be purring for like an hour, two hours at a time, nonstop. But then when she goes to meows, when she goes to meow, it sounds like she's lost her voice, which is, it's hilarious and a little bit sad because she still tries to talk. She's super chatty, but she has no voice. So it sounds like she's sick. Uh, So she, she has that really bad. Jeannie does not like it. Um, It really sounds awful when she does it. It it literally sounds like she's just completely lost her voice. It her meow sounds like a whisper, like a dry, raspy whisper. Uh but it's just because she's been purring so much because she is completely over the moon. Uh so it takes her like a good twenty four hours to kind of resettle and realize like I'm not going anywhere anymore. Uh so now she's fine. Now she's running around, she's happy, she's looking out the windows, finding sunspots. She's back to normal. So that's really great. Uh, So that was a really great trip. Today is also a very big day. Uh, My parents are in town today. Uh, They were on, at this point in the day, they have just gotten on a plane a couple hours ago, and they're on their way here to Nashville. So they'll be here again for the 4th of July, um, if you remember me telling that story. So that will be really, really fun to have them here, um, especially after... We uh, just got back from our little mini vacation. Uh, so that'll be really fun. Um, hopefully I figured out how to do this podcast thing because my parents were saying that they wanted to watch me do an episode. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But it'll be really fun to have them here. It'll be really great to like go and buy fireworks and stuff because the fireworks that we can have in Colorado as opposed to here in Tennessee are very, very different. Um, so I'm very excited for them too. <laughs> to be able to shoot off some of the fireworks that we have here. Um, I'm not entirely sure how most of them are legal, uh, but it's going to be fun nonetheless. Fun story, our neighbors think it's really fun to start shooting off fireworks right now. They've been shooting off fireworks uh, for the last handful of days. They were shooting them off uh, Thursday before we left, and they were shooting them off last night, so Sunday night. We missed, again, we were gone, so we didn't hear them. 
So I'm assuming they were shooting them off every night. So last night they started popping off fireworks at about 11 o'clock at night. The 4th of July isn't for, what, five, six days now? It's the 29th? So I just, I don't understand. So you're going to, every single night, basically spend what could probably easily, based on the amount of fireworks that are popping off, probably $100, $100 a night. To me, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like uh, looking at your presents early before Christmas. And it's great, and it sounds fun, and it's like, you can't wait because of the excitement. But if you look at your presents before you got them or open them before Christmas, you always wish like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I could have just waited and had all the excitement all at one time because that would have been, the wait would have been worth it. So my problem is not with them firing off fireworks. My problem is, is that with all the money that they're going to spend and the trajectory that they're spending money on, which is $100 a day, wouldn't it? make more sense to just stockpile all of those fireworks and just live like kings on the 4th of July? To me, I would much rather just fire off a thousand plus dollars worth of fireworks in a night. That sounds like way more fun to me. Maybe that's just me. I don't know if anybody else is like that, but I would rather, I'd much rather have the, uh, the mother load of fireworks. I don't know how many of you have listened to the last episode um, it's doing really, really well, so thank you for, for listening to that. Um, I did mention an, a record for you to listen to. I mentioned uh, The Kings of Leon Come Around Sundown. Uh, great record. If you haven't listened to that yet, uh, still go listen to that. I have a handful of albums that I'll be mentioning this week. Uh, so go listen to that record. I know this was a pretty heavy episode. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of little small things in there. And a pretty long one, uh, but it'll be great. Uh, thanks for listening. Go listen to that record, um, and I will see you uh, probably tomorrow. Okay, bye.